and welcome everybody to uh, another bangers and classics podcast uh, with me uh, james ruppert and uh, him david malloy and uh, what's david been up to well i've been mostly recovering from the hangover from last week's award show yeah that was we, good wasn't it well i don't know i mean i was chucked out if you recall right. yeah i had to seek solace down the pub Oh, uh, right. So I don't know what you lot were getting up to, but I certainly got well planted. I'll tell you that. Oh, good. Yes. So how are you? Uh, yeah, I'm extremely well, thank you, David. Uh, what What can I tell you? Um, I've seen a few things. Um, I've actually viewed a view it. Um, can I stop me there. You You've seen things, but would people believe them? Um, no, not necessarily. Um, ah. Uh, but uh, I know I've actually viewed a view it. So that's that curious uh, Japanese. A reinvention of a sort of a baby Mark II Jaguar. I don't know if you've ever seen one of those, David, at all. No, thankfully uh, not. Yeah, it it is ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's a it's a tiny, tiny pocket-sized shrunk in the wash uh, Jaguar Mark II. Except it isn't. Obviously, I, I think it's a micro underneath. Like most of those seem to be. I could be wrong on that. I haven't researched it. Uh, TVR on a flatbed. Uh, that wasn't unusual, was it? Really, a TVR Griffiths on a flatbed on the opposite side of a dual carriageway. I was on. Um, saw some quite nice um, uh, V8 um, uh, uh, Ford uh, pickups, um, sort of American custom style uh, That was actually quite nice. And, and in fact, yeah, a lot of we're in the middle of a sort of a heat wave as, as we record this. Well, certainly where I am, I don't, I don't know about you, David, um, but um, a lot of um, roof missing uh, uh, vehicles I've seen just recently. Um, XR3 Cabriolet, that was uh, quite nice to see. I haven't seen one of those for ages. Um, an E30 uh, BMW Cabriolet was behind me for quite some time yesterday. Couldn't see exactly what it was um, because it was behind me. Um, but uh, it looked very nice. Um, and uh, when I turned off, I couldn't I couldn't see what it was as it went past. And uh, I was in a car park the other day and there was a Morris Minor uh, convertible. Uh, and the, the joyous thing about that, again, it was one of those which looked as though it had been used. You know, it was a bit, you know, slightly sort of shops shored round, round the edges. Um, but it looked as though it was used and enjoyed and it was parked in a car park without the hood up. So obviously um, they were having fun. So, yeah, it was good to see people were going about their business in classic cars. Well, I've got to be careful of Why? seeing cars with the hoods down because, really? well, uh, old friend the MX Five Owners Club are after oh, me yes. at the moment. Are they? And uh, not oh, least no. because well, there was one, there was there was one part yeah. in the car park with yeah. the hood down. Yeah, and I not unreasonably put my litter in it. I thought oh, it was yeah. a bin. I really did. Um, I did apologise profusely, but there we go. Anyway, never mind that. I saw the holy grail of cars this Thank week. You. Yeah, I just get pop up lights and are even up. Oh, really? Lotus Elan M100. <laughs> a Lotus an Elan M100 in Calypso Red. Yeah. As fine a car as ever has been built. Oh, right. There were also some other um, quite attractive classic cars. There was uh, a gaggle of MGs, um, some midgets, and some Bs, uh, mostly chrome bumpers. Yeah. Um, probably had been at an event somewhere. That was quite pleasant to see that mm. there was a warm day that day, unlike yeah. today when it's been chucking down. But it was a nice sunny day and they did roofs down and yeah, it was a pleasant sight. Uh watching them burble along. Apart from that, just just the usual porridge really, I suppose. Yeah. I didn't see anything to compare with the Elan. Um, no. not many cars would of course. So, so that was it. So that that fortified me in the face of opposition uh from the, the Master Brigade. Yeah. 
So obviously, I've upset certain people this week, and I'm sure James has too, because uh, I, again, that is just how it is. When you try and be the, the beacons of truth and mm. or something yeah. like that, yeah, you, you tend to get brickbats thrown at you. Um, yeah. Usually by the wife, so I'm used to that. I'm quite experienced at dealing with them. But there we go. Anyway, shall we move on to yeah. this week's banger or classic? Right. And this one, I don't know about. No, yeah. but you're going to think of this. It's the Chrysler Crossfire. Mm. A sort of Art Deco-ish coupe. Well, it, it's a sort of a poor man's um, Batmobile, really, isn't it? I would um, well, see, no, I see. I thought more. It was, <sighs> I suppose, it was kind of, if you designed a modern AMC pacer but turned it yeah. into a coupe, it might look something like that. Right. And again, maybe not. Maybe I'm just talking nonsense. And yeah. Heck, we're, we're all used to that. <laughs> but yeah, so what did you make of it, though? I, I don't know. I didn't mind it, really. Um, uh, as we know, it's a Mercedes related. Uh, you don't have to mm. dig very far to find a Mercedes underneath it. And uh, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't really mind it, really. Um, uh, I think it sort of looks okay in its own in its own way. Uh, they are uh, absurdly cheap, of course. So um, you know we should all pile in and buy one uh, because they're not a lot of money and uh, the roof comes off. So that's great, isn't it? So you can uh, well uh, some of them, yeah. I mean, other ones yeah. you might do the tin opener. Exactly, um, but uh, yeah, I, I I didn't think it was too bad, really. And you know, I've heard a lot of criticism about it, but un- unless it's um, you know to do with unreliability um issues uh uh i wouldn't mind one really uh it would uh, yeah i i think it would be uh, um a very cost effective way to be uh, a teeny bit different because I, I think the majority mm. of people don't know what they are it's one of those things that you mm. can drive about in and I, it would genuinely stump most people apart from uh anybody who listens to this podcast yeah well it's all three of us then that's it <laughs> yeah uh well what can we say about the crossfire uh, as every schoolboy knows, built for about four years, uh, 2003 to 2007, built in Germany, mm. I believe, by Carmen. Yeah, that's right. So that's a that's a plus. Mm. Uh, some German build quality there. Joe Demmer of Chrysler said that its lines were intended to polarise. Well, I'm not sure that's a wise concept, yeah. but um, yeah, they probably did polarise. Uh, I don't mind its looks, I have yeah. to say. I don't mind its looks. You're right in saying, James, of course, yeah. it's, it's a Mercedes underneath. It's based on a Mercedes platform, and it contains a lot of Mercedes parts, not least the engine, yeah, which is a 3.2-litre uh, V6, and I believe there were some supercharged ones as well. Yeah. And either guys were normally aspirated as supercharged. It was a pretty quick car. Yeah. So, yeah, that's not too bad. Reliability, I don't think is brilliant, but I don't think it's disastrous either. But one thing that got me about it... Mm-hmm. Is recirculating ball steering. All right. Why? Why? It was built in the 21st century. Why are we persisting with that? Rack and pinion, as every schoolboy knows, is far superior. Mm. It's a bit of a strange one. I think that's got probably down to its Mercedes roots. Yeah. Because Merck used to love recirculating ball steering. Yeah. Um, and again, I don't know why, but there we have it. So, yeah, they made 76,000 of them over the years. So that's mm. not a bad tally for uh, a four-year one of a two-seat coupe that's um, a little bit different. So, what, what do I think about it? I think, well, I wouldn't rush out and buy one, mm. but equally, I do not dislike it in any way, shape, or form. So, yeah, classic for me. Oh, but yeah, absolutely, David. I'm uh, very much on board with you there. I think it's, uh, yeah, quite a good uh, uh, way to go um, uh, coupéing or um, uh, open-air motoring. Uh, 
And yeah, uh, yeah. as we say, it is, it's very, very good value. And uh, it's mm. probably going to be good value forever, I would have thought. Yeah, um, yeah. My view is uh, possibly damning it with faint praise. It's, it's not bad at all. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move on and we'll take a break and we'll come back and see what else we've got for this week. Assuming the Master MX5 owner club don't rush the house and again had to repel several attacks this morning already. Yeah, they could be very clever, like disguised as the postman, yeah. the guy walking his dog can pass. I mean, maybe it was just a postman, but I'm quite concerned about the whole thing, I have to say. Yeah, well, it, it does pay to be, you know, uh, paranoid, David. It's not so much paranoia, James, as my infamy is a problem. You know, infamy, infamy, they've all got the infamy. And on that note, let's take a break. You're listening to the Bangers and Classics podcast, presented by James Ruppert, maker of the world's finest fake beards, and by some other bloke who's currently number one on Interflora's most wanted list. And we're back after the break, and we're going to jump into this week's challenge. And the challenge is, James, as if yeah. you remember. No, no idea. No idea. Well, it makes two of us. It says here, you've been granted a display slot at the US poshest Concours d'Elegance. The budget of 10,000 acres, 10,000 pounds to some people, uh, your mission is to buy a show-stopping car. There's no other criteria. You buy whatever the heck you like, mm. as long as it's 10,000 squid or less. What did yeah. you get? I don't know. Am I going first or are you going first? Uh, oh, I think you should go first. James. Really? Well, I don't know why that should be. Um, but, <laughs> oh, um, uh, age, age before beauty or something. Age before like beauty. Well, there you go. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, it's quite an interesting sort of challenge, that really. Um, but I, <laughs> um, Down to feet, please, again. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my eye was uh, very, very taken by um, uh, a Volga, a 1976 Volga. Uh, made by Gaz, and uh, uh, well, Gary made it, yeah, old uh, old Gaza, um, yeah, and it's only three and a half thousand. It's um, uh, from, it's obviously left hand drive, it's from 1976, does have an MOT, um, but it's only three and a half thousand, um, so it seems like something of a bargain to me, and uh, I think that would really stand out, um, against the concourse crowd, doesn't seem to be any rust. The seller says there's uh, no rust, actually puts that um, uh, in the description. Um, lots of work's been done to it. And for three and a half thousand pounds, that just seems extremely good. I know I, I have a bigger budget, but uh, to me, yeah, if I was going to park that in a concourse, uh, let's do that. I think that would uh, part the waves a bit. So, uh, yeah, proper uh, Soviet 70s saloon. Proper. Where'd you see it? Um, I think that's car and classic. That one, yeah. Yeah, what, what, what color is it, James? It's like a creamy color, it's like a white. All right, yeah. any sort of technical spec you want to share with us? Uh, yeah, in case there's people out there, what, what they are in the market for one? Uh, what sort <coughs> of is the engine? Well, um, uh, <laughs> it's so got an engine, it has got an engine, it's only right. done 21,000 kilometers. Um, I can't see what size I did see the engine size actually earlier on, but I, I don't know where I can't, I can't focus on it. Um, at the moment, but no, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's a it's a petrol powered uh, car from the seventies. Uh, it's probably terrible to drive or something. It's probably very clunky and heavy, but uh, it would be fun, and you would never ever see another on the road like it. Right, uh, wow, that's uh, that's very true. I think yeah, mm. and it will get you through the winter. It'll get you through a hard winter. Right, I'm sure it would. Yes, 
Well, I took my inspiration from something a friend of mine said many years ago mm-hmm. um, as we were driving through the streets of our hometown. There's some very nice houses in an area. And I said, yeah, we were just chatting. I said, nice houses, those. He said, yeah, if, ever, if I could ever afford to buy one of those, I would buy as many old cars as possible, wrecks, and put them in the garden just to drive the neighbours wild. Yeah. <laughs> you have to bear in mind that we were, we were in our 20s in those days, and he was quite he was quite mad. He's a respectable married man now with a Porsche. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he claims. Um, anyway, so judging, I thought, well, that's not a bad idea. Concord Elegance, it's a terribly, terribly nice, terribly over-restored cars. Why don't I just take the biggest heap I can find, park it on the lawn, so I went to eBay, and I found something that even there was listed as, and I quote, brave restoration. I thought, blooming heck, you know, uh, I don't think even Lazarus could resurrect this one. Yeah. Uh, it's a Vauxhall Cavalier Mark II, 1.8 SRI Auto. It's silver. It's judging by registration number. It's about oh, 983 or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not being broken, and it's a barn find. Now, amongst other things, the ad says there's rust everywhere. And judging by the state of the car, I imagine even the seat covers have got rust on them. Goodness me. Now, I'd imagine so. It's been in the barn for about 30 years. It apparently has all the right parts. SRI boot spoiler, SRI alloys. Centre seems to be missing an SRI boot badge. And apparently there's a head in the boot. Now, he doesn't say Goodness if me. it's a cylinder head or a human head. Yeah, there you go. Put that one in mind. I mean, it, it could be either. Uh, front headlights are smashed. And the front passenger wishbone has possibly snapped as the wheel moves a lot in the wheel arch. Oh, yeah, and it was taken off the wood for a possible head gasket failure. Well, that would probably explain why the inlet manifolds off and engines and bits. Uh, so there's an airbox also in the boot of the car. <laughs> I mean, really, this thing um, looks to be beyond salvation, I have to say. Uh, but you never know. Uh, maybe somebody might buy it. But the whole point is, take that to a really posh conquer, stick it on the lawn. In fact, just dig up the ground around it, you know, um, and put it there as a unit, as an installation, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Mm. You know? Because whatever else, whatever else it is, James, yeah. at least it's honest. Yeah, that's right. It's It's got the grime and decay of life on it. Mm. For many of these cars, you might go to Monterey. Yeah, they're lovely, they're gorgeous, they're but, but they've been restored to, you know, mm. ridiculous levels. They're not even driven. So why not take one that you can't drive? It's just a wreck. Stick it there and say, well, here's the ying to your yang. Mm. And that's my entry in the challenge. And I know it's going to fail. No one's going to like it, but I don't care. Well, I, I think we picked uh, two crackers there, David, really. I mean, if no, two, I think we are crackers, James. I think, I think there's a big difference. I think I think if two cars are going to get us, you know, ejected uh, from, you know, a prestigious event, that's uh, that's how we're going to do it. We'll probably get ejected anyway in general really? principles. Oh, okay. No, I'm quite sure of it, yeah. yeah. I, I think we're both marked men, for, not necessarily for the same reason. We both have our detractors out there, let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all good fun. That's the which is the whole point. Anyway, there was one other thing for this week, but it's just a shorter podcast this week. Yep. After la- last week's exertions. Yeah. We have a Danger Mobile. Goodness me. Yeah. Uh, can I say anything nice about this one? It's a Nissan 100. You remember that, James, don't you? 
Well, I do. I had to. I had to go and find a magazine that I wrote a piece about. Uh, about it, were just an entry, really, in a, in a sort of a list. Um, sort of well over twenty years ago. Right. It, it's, but it's one that's that's completely and utterly. You know, you, most people would have no idea whatsoever what a hundred NX is. Yeah. I mean, it really. And the last time you saw one, I, I wouldn't know when that would be. Uh, everyone knows the two hundred SX. You know, very uh, famously. Uh, uh, used as a uh, as a sort of drift car, whereas a uh, hundred NX, I don't know, uh, um, I don't I don't know whether that would drift because basically it's a well, it's a hmm, Nissan hmm, Sunny, hmm. isn't it? Um, yeah, it's well, it's certainly something. I mean, is. I imagine your review of it would, would be rather more uh, wordy than mine. <laughs> uh, my review extended to all of two words. Uh, yeah, what was that? Yeah. It's crap. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't think it's that bad. I mean, you know, it's going to be reliable. It's a Nissan. Um, uh, you know, you've got a, a sort of, you, you know, you can take the roof out, um, which is quite interesting. And, uh, you know, it's a sort of a T-bar affair. Um, and uh, I don't know, it's quite, it's quite cute. And uh, yeah, on, on the basis that you don't see them at all, it's, uh, it's certainly worth saving. If I saw one, I'd go and yeah. save it. I knew somebody who had one. Oh, do you? Really? Goodness me. Yes, yeah, it's back, back in the yeah. day, back in the 90s. Yeah. And he seemed like a, a decent enough guy. Yeah. What possessed him to buy one yeah. uh, is beyond me. Mm. I mean, I reckon, well, it's a poor effort. Um, it was designed by a committee who met down the pub did and they? got to work. After. Yeah, well, they yeah. did. They met down the pub and got to yeah. work only after having had a few. That's how it seems to me. Mm. Sure, it isn't the case, but it seems that way. And looking at it and thinking about it, I'm thinking, well, maybe I'm, I'm a bit harsh in the MX-5 compared to this. You well, know, come back, MX-5, all is forgiven. Well, yeah. not quite, but, you know, it certainly makes the MX-5 look good. In the UK, I believe, there were two versions. There was a, Yeah, that's right. There was one with a carburetor, yeah. which gave you 189 horsepower. And the other one gave 101 with fuel injection. So it wasn't a ball of fire, which which is fair enough. Basically, it basked in, I suppose, the reflected glory of the 200NX, which was a good car. Yeah. The first, was, series, yeah. the first series was a good car, and it was a good-looking car. A mm. um, friend of mine had one, and he absolutely loved it. 100NX, well, not so much, I have to say. It was also a contemporary, uh, at least for part of its production life, of the Mark I Vauxhall Tigra. Mm. And I think it's even worse than the Tigra. Right. And if you know how much I, d- I don't like the Tigra, I just never liked it back in the day. I've never warmed to it. Sorry, Tigra owners, but, yeah, if you like your car, you know, as I always say, good, great. That's the most important thing. Uh, for me, though, no, not a non-starter. The 100 NX to me seems like a coupe for people who wear Brian Island shirts yeah. and who, who drink wine because they think it's the done thing. And that's that probably says it all, I think, as far as I can say. Mm. There's 115 left on the road. Three hundred and one and so on. Eight years ago, there were over five hundred on the road. Wow! And the numbers dropped to one hundred and fifteen. So, if you want to save it, now's the time. Yeah, because numbers are dropping year on year. And you know, even though I don't like it, and I've got to be blunt about that, somebody will love it. Make a great car for somebody. Yeah. So, if you're going to save it, now's the time to get one while you still can. Yeah. That's a, that's the most positive thing I can say about it. Yeah. Uh, I I regret to say I actually like liking stuff and not I don't even like disliking stuff but I've got to be honest. So James, you're going to stick up for this? this yeah, car? I would. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I may have given the impression they're just targets, but no, there yeah there was a proper coupe and there was well a proper coupe, but and uh, a targa version so you could choose between uh, either or either. And there was a special edition Pacific in 1995 apparently. 
according to my records. But there you go. Um, yeah, I yeah, I quite like the fact that uh, it's uh, such an unusual car, and uh, just on the basis that it will probably get into the shops and back without breaking down. Sure, it would. Yeah, you know, yeah. The, the sounds are reliable. So it's a push bike. They're, they're pretty reliable too, James. Yeah. Anyway, so I think that's us for this week. I don't think there's yeah. anything else we can we can uh, usefully add. Thanks for listening. Yeah, cheer everybody.